if you place your importance on this, which is like appreciation, appreciation love, you know, it's like that, that is, that is enough. There's enough of that in everybody's life right now if they just took the time to look. What's up, beautiful people? You are now tuned in to the Mindset of a Hustler podcast, the number one place for millennials to develop their mindset and begin to unlock their full potential. This is your weekly no-bullshit dose of positivity and action steps to take to change your life. Let's get it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mindset of a Hustler podcast. Yeah, I just want to take a second today before we do anything. If you could, please reach out to somebody today, a friend, a family member, just see how they're doing, check in on them. Mental health check day. Call somebody up, ask if they're doing all right. I think we need more of that, man. I had a couple of friends do that for me this last week and you know i was i was mentally doing well but that just made me feel good to know that there are people out there checking on each other making sure that we're all okay and man with all the bullshit going on in the world i think that that's so important right now please take the time you can even pause this podcast and just call somebody send a text out let somebody know you're thinking about them let somebody know that they're on your mind and just make sure that your people are doing all right because this life is short nothing is promised and we're not guaranteed tomorrow. So I think that's something very important to do. So that's my spiel for today. Anyway, let's jump right into the episode. Please hit that subscribe button wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast at We Go Live every Thursday. The other day I was watching one of my favorite movies. It's 300. We used to watch this in high school before football games to get us hyped up. And I love those old like throwback, super throwback war movies. 300, Troy, all that good stuff. Those are some of my favorite movies. Because these dudes are like the most brolic, like just manly men you can ever meet. Not afraid of nothing. They just go into a battle with a sword and a and a shield and just get into it, get it popping. And I love watching stuff like that. It gives me hype. Nothing gives me more hype. So I was doing a little bit of research, you know, on, on that era, if you will. I read somewhere that the Roman Empire, whenever they would go to war, they would have these little factions of different soldiers, different amount of soldiers and all that good stuff. And one of the, the main things that will destroy an army is fear. And if you go into a battle showing fear or anything like that. So the way that the Romans would combat their soldiers showing fear was that they would actually have them. I don't know if they signed a contract or something like that. that said any soldier, anybody in battle that displays fear or cowardice, they would take your faction and they would kill 10% of the people in that faction. And they would do it at random. I thought that that was kind of interesting. And again, it'll tie into everything that we'll talk about later. And I was reading up on another story. And it was about this man named Cortez. And Cortez was this great conquistador. And he was traveling the world to take land and gold. And there was was one treasure that he had his eye on on his last leg of his voyage. It was a treasure that had been guarded for 600 years by another another enemy army. And... For years and years and years, thousands of armies have tried to take this treasure, but no one has ever done it successfully. So Cortez decided he's going to get his men together and he's going to go try to get this treasure. And so he gets his men. They take 11 ships, 500 soldiers. They go, they travel to this land to try to get this treasure. And on their way, he's telling his men all the things that this treasure can bring them in their lives, all the things they can buy with it, all the glory they're going to get from getting this treasure. So his men are really hyped. And as they're going to this foreign land, 
he's starting to realize that his soldiers are starting to get less and less enthusiastic about what they're about to do. So Cortez in his head is like, I've got to do something to make sure that, that we come out of this victorious. I can't have them feeling like they're not prepared. So Cortez and his army, they get to this land where they're going to, to try to take this treasure where no one has ever done it before. And the day of the battle, he gets all his men up. He gathers them around and they're all thinking they're going to get their orders. You go here, you do that. If shit hits the fan, you know, meet me here. We're about to get up out of here. He gets all his men together and he tells them three words, three words that really change the course of this whole battle that's about to take place. And the three words that he says are, burn the ships. And his men are like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he tells them, burn the ships. So he has all of them burn their ships, their only way back home to their families, their wives. And his men are sitting on the shore looking at their ships burning, looking at their only way home. And Cortez says to his men, the only way we're going home is if we take their ships and we're taking their ships back home. What you have before you is the enemy. What you have behind you is the sea. All you got is your sword, the man next to you. We are either going to take this treasure or we're going to die trying. And they won. They got the treasure and, you know, that's the end of the story. But it brings up a really good analogy, if you will, for life. I think that one of the ultimate forces that drive people to succeed in life is pressure and having your back against the wall and having that feeling like there's no way out, like there's nothing else that's going to get me past this hurdle or anything like that i have no other there's no plan b and i'm here to let some of y'all know right now that some of you will not be successful because you have too many damn plan b's in your life you have your foot one one foot in success and one foot out of success you got too many you got too many backup plans you got too many oh if this doesn't work i can go i can always do this or if that doesn't work i can always go and do that having your back against the wall and having that good type of pressure on you will will force you to act will force you to do things that maybe you wouldn't have normally done it forces you to perform at your peak to perform at your best the saying goes pressure either busts pipes or it makes diamonds i learned this in college i put a little bit of pressure on myself i know my mom would probably hate to hear this but i had a paper due or a big assignment due and the teacher gave me a month to get it done i would usually do it like the night before three nights before and i would get all of it done and the reason was i know myself i know i work well under pressure i know that that pressure is going to force me to eliminate all the other things that i could put in all the you know quotes and all that fancy stuff that i could put in and this is going to make me focus on what do i need to get done right now so i can get this task done and I usually got like A's or B's and people would work for the whole month that they had and they would get C's and B's. So I know for a fact that pressure in my life helps me perform at my best. And so the question is, what are the ships that you need to burn in your life to eliminate all the plan B's that you have? And the ships could be maybe the people that you're hanging out with. You got these backup plans that you want to do something else. So you got your, like I said, one foot in and one foot out. We're very spoiled compared to the Romans or the Trojans that back in the day. We don't necessarily have death nipping at our heels at all times. If we don't get something done or we don't perform, there's no one that's saying, I'm going to either kill you or 10% of your family or anything like that. So how do we create that sense of urgency in our life without having that fear of death behind us? I feel like there's really two ways that you do that. Number one is you have to know your why. You have to have a strong enough why. You have to have a strong enough reason to succeed, to achieve the goal that you set out to achieve. A lot of us don't have strong enough whys for why we're setting out to do things. And I'll put it like this. If someone were to come up to you and say, you have to make $1 million in the next 12 months, 
what are the odds that you would be able to get that done in your current state the current job that you have all that good stuff i know for most of us it would probably be like less than five i'll be i'll be generous and say less than 10 percent of us would be able to do that if somebody just said yeah you have to make a million dollars in the next 12 months now what if i said you have to make one million dollars in the next 12 months or 10 percent of your family is going to die now that's a very drastic example but if you think about that I'm sure that 10% or less than 10% goes all the way up to probably like 98, 99, almost 100% because now you have a strong enough why to get this task done and nothing changed other than the timing didn't change, the task at hand didn't change, your ability didn't change. Only thing that changed was now you have something motivating you to get that done. It usually helps when somebody else is that motivating factor. So when you're not thinking of yourself, oh, I want to make a million dollars just because I want to make a million dollars but I have to make this million dollars because my family needs me to get this done. And that's the type of pressure we're talking about. Some of us don't have strong enough whys to where you know it becomes a necessity for us to achieve our goals that we've set out for ourselves. And the second reason is you gotta have some personal accountability. Back when I was in high school and playing football, it was very easy for me to be motivated to go to the gym, go to practice and study my playbook and all that good stuff because I know that I have to perform on Saturdays or I know that my team is depending on me to run this route the correct way. It's very easy for me to get up and go to class when I got my mom on my back telling me, yo, get up, go to class. Once I got to college, once I got out of college and now I'm a grown man, nobody is sitting here telling me to go to the gym. Nobody's telling me to eat right. Nobody's telling me to get up and read every day. No one's telling me to do this podcast every week. Nobody's telling me to do anything. It's me versus me every single day. Some of us don't have enough personal accountability to achieve our goals. We don't have that discipline that says, you know, I, I told myself I'm going to go to the gym today and that's what the fuck I'm going to do. That's what has to get done. I told myself I'm going to eat right so I can be healthy. That's what has to do. Point blank, period. And a lot of us don't have that discipline yet. And some of us say that we're we're honest people, but we're not honest to ourselves a lot of the time. But we'll tell ourselves we're going to do something and then we don't do it. And the problem with that is once you start getting into the habit of that, you'll never see anything get done because your own mind, your own self doesn't even believe that the things that you say are true, that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. The point of this whole podcast is to say, learn how to burn your ships, figure out what your why is, figure out how to put your back against the wall and get that good pressure so that there's no other option but for you to succeed or for you to achieve your goal. And it doesn't matter what goal that you have for yourself. It doesn't matter if you want to be a pro football player or an artist or, you know, just move up in the company that you're in. You have to eliminate all the plan B's, put your back against the wall. And you have to figure out how to do that without having this this fear of death behind you because we don't have that. We, we are very fortunate. How can you create that good pressure for yourself? How can you make it so that you can burn your ships and that you can be successful so that there's no other option but for you to achieve your goal? How do you have a strong enough why? And how do you hold yourself personally accountable to get those things done? And yeah, like I said, I, I, I've learned a lot from those old school type of movies and just researching stuff like that. And I think it's really interesting. I think it definitely applies to our own lives. And like I said, I just want everyone to succeed. So I want everyone to stop playing one foot in, one foot out. There's only plan A from here on out. If you can figure out what your plan A is and stick with that, then you'll be fine. Don't even worry about it. And uh, with that being said, that's it. That's all I got for y'all today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, if you liked it, please share it. Share it with your friends. Share it on social media. Please leave us a review. That I don't care if it's five stars, zero stars, negative stars. Please leave us a review. It definitely helps us out. And we're going to end this the way we always do, by playing you some music. This next song is another one of my favorites. I know I say that a lot, but 
It's by my dog Blase and my big homie Magnifi. It's called I Don't Know Why They Be Capping. Y'all heard it here on the Mindset of a Hustler podcast. Make sure y'all give them a follow. Everyone, please have a safe, blessed weekend, and we will talk to y'all next week. Peace. Beat demons in your ear, bitch. They trying to get to my head I'ma stay sipping the meds I'ma stay smoking the meds I get so high like a jet Take off, uh, yeah Hunter proof, don't need a vest Going so hard, catch a tick Go, 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 go Get the glorious mandatory Think about my past story Been judged my life story All my life and I ride for it I die for it If I'm nominated, I get the luxury like I'm for it I don't know why they be capping I don't know why they be capping. I don't know why they be capping. I don't know why they be capping. Trip hard, this high fashion. Trip, whip that, make it magic. Whip it, fuck it, made it happen. Walk in, made it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know why they be capping. I don't know why they be capping. I don't know why they be capping. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why they be capping. I don't know why they be capping. I don't know why they be capping. I know the reason they capping. They jealous that I made it happen. Some niggas stuck in the streets. Me, I just stuck to this rapping. After I feast off the beat, wipe my face with a napkin. The game that made me a beast. Some type of verbal assassin. I do not fuck with you rappers. I do not fuck with you cappers. I be with bosses that's building a business, collecting and cashing dough. All of my niggas, they ride. Keep that thing right by my side. Anybody that's capping around me, getting capped up and then laid to rest. Stop talking that saw cap when I drop bars, they true facts. My flow the virus now get back and relapse. I relapse when I spit crack. This wordplay like shark tax. So miss me with that mismatch. If you diss me, you'll get this back. I don't know why they be capping. 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 Trip hard this high fashion. Trip. Whip that, make it magic. Whip it. Fuck it, made it happen. Walk in, made it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why they be capping, uh. I don't know why they be capping, uh. I don't know why they be capping, uh.